Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. He is Keyshawn Johnson with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman in on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN nope app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us as well on ESPN2 and ESPNU. Brought to you by O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they'll install them for free. See better and drive safe with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by today or learn more at O'ReillyAuto.com. So because of the whole Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets, Green Bay Packers deal, at least people got a break from Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson got a break from people talking about Lamar Jackson when it comes to what his future is going to look like, getting a non-exclusive franchise tag that was put on him by the Baltimore Ravens, and now somebody wants to see if a deal is going to be actually be made. Here's something I'm going to put out there. Key, you can start on Jay. You can Jay. Will you can weigh in? No matter what team he goes to, whether he stays in Baltimore or he, if he's finding a way to get traded to somebody else, they match any kind of deal that's going to be out there. The Super Bowl contending conversation with him is really going to ramp up, especially if he goes from Baltimore to somewhere else where they believe they're a quarterback away from winning a championship or competing for a championship. Depends on what team, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if if he goes to Miami, for instance, Miami reverses their thoughts on him. They become an instant uh, competitor or, or, or an instant contender, so to speak, in the AFC champion, uh, AFC conference to, you know, fight to try to get to the Super Bowl with Kansas City and and Cincinnati. If he goes to one of those, you know, like a New England Patriot type team, if New England hypothetically was like, oh, we want to explore this, let's see what it is. I don't think New England is is ready for him to take them this year. It would be something two, three years from now that they got to build around and get some pieces. He'd be in a similar situation that he is in in Baltimore right now with some of the skill position players. So it just depends on what what you know what team he plays for. If he goes to Pittsburgh, for instance, uh, then I would probably say Pittsburgh has a, a really good chance. They just elevated. They just went from like a, a four to like a nine mm-hmm. with him. And you say, well, how could that be? I mean, they got a, they got a few a few little pieces over there. They got a receiver. They got a running back. They got a little solid defense that they're going to always be good at. So it just depends on the team. Yeah. I mean, look, I I think a team like Tampa, right? I I think he puts Tampa right back in the conversation. Okay. I'm listening. You got Chris Godwin. I mean, you got Mike Evans. He allows you to do things up front that Tom Brady really couldn't do because he was a statue at that stage of his career. Okay. Um, I, I just think that Lamar Jackson brings a dynamic feel to the game and look people are always going to question his throwing mechanics his throwing ability the dude can sling it man it's this is like a byproduct of the system that baltimore has ran for so long that allows people to use that as something against lamar jackson yeah i rolled my eyes the moment you said people gonna always question his throwing motion i'm like People you get on my damn nerves with that, right? It's just like his throwing motion. He he can't. He's not a pocket passer. Uh, he just delivered the football down the field for a seventy-yard game. What more do you want? You know what they want from Lamar Jackson? They want look. They want to put guys like Lamar Jackson in the box. They want to see their quarterbacks play like. They don't have this same conversation with a guy who is pretty athletic in Patrick Mahomes. What he does the Kansas City Chiefs. They never had this conversation with a guy like Steve Young when he played for the San Francisco 49ers. So why is Lamar Jackson different? Because well, to your point, Keith. Josh it, Allen. It, well, Josh, right, 
There you I'm go. glad you mentioned that. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen's a big, strong, athletic guy. No one ever says, well, you know what, Josh Allen? You got to be better from the pocket. You, gotta, you, you, you can sling the football, but you can't really sling the football. We don't have that conversation with a guy who is well, very athletic in Josh Allen, the same way that people throw that at Lamar Jackson. Throw well, that like in his Jay face. said, he's a product of that system with Greg Roman. It's interesting because just, yeah, in a, you know how you watch so much sports, you just forget some things sometimes so you actually see it. Well, we were watching a highlight. We were doing something either yesterday or the day before or whatever. And we showed a highlight of Lamar Jackson. And Mark Andrews, I think it was Mark Andrews, he lined up at quarterback. He hiked, they hiked the ball to him. He turned around and threw it to Lamar. Lamar ran out the back gate. I said, <laughs> and this is why people have typecast this young man yeah, uh-huh. as this type of player. You're giving him the ball on a tall sweep out of an eye formation mm-hmm. as the damn quarterback. Yeah, I, it's crazy to me. And this is why people have said, well, he's this, he's that, he's not really a pocket passer. Well, that was the system. The system said he's our best player with the football in his hands. Let him run off tackle to the left. Let him do a quarterback dive. Let's just run a drop back draw instead of dropping back and letting him throw the ball down the field. We want him to drop back, hold it for three seconds, and then take off and shoot through the gap. You're going to always get people – Negative talking about your skill set that that's all they did with you. They didn't do anything else with you. And it's just crazy that people look at it that way and don't say, oh, well, this is what Greg Roman in the offense was doing. It wasn't like they said, okay, we look, there it is right there. Look at this toss. Like, come on, man, stop. I mean, like, <laughs> please. I, I came to this yesterday, Keith. Um, I was sitting there watching sports and obviously <laughs> crazy. The, the talk was around Lamar Jackson, and I was, I was talking to my, my old agent, and we were laughing about it. You know, this whole thing is a business of lies, man. Like, it, it really is. Never heard that term before. It's Keep a business going. of lies. It's So the day that he gets that non-exclusive tag, all these teams reportedly, right, yeah. from, like, inside the organization, you get these reports from other people, that, oh, there's no interest. That's BS. Completely. It is complete BS. Like, I don't believe it. I, I, I don't see how when other quarterbacks – are available, like Aaron Rodgers. Teams fly across the country <laughs> to meet with him. And, like, hearing Ryan Clark, hearing Key talk about it, all these guys who have played years in the league, hearing guys in the NBA talk about when they're free agents, teams, regardless of what their background is. Like, we've had people that have done things that have not been properly, that haven't been safe, right, or had issues that teams have still came to meet them for free agency. You're telling me here's a guy – that has never done anything off the field that Absolutely. makes you worried about his leadership. But now, all of a sudden, well, no teams are going to be interested? Yeah, I'm not That's, well, that. Jay, there's a, That's there's agents a, playing an agent game or teams playing an agent game. Well, here, here's what I would say to kind of give some clarity to the situation when it comes to Lamar. So, when teams make a decision that they're going to pursue somebody with a non-exclusive tag on them, right, mm-hmm. they've got to have the salary cap space to be able to hold that up for several weeks, maybe even months. What it allows them to do now is sign into an offer sheet. So essentially, the Atlanta Falcons would be negotiating for the Baltimore Ravens. So if they say, we're going to give you $250 million, and whatever the cap number works out to be that year or years, they now absorb that cap space during a crucial time of free agency. 
So they can't go out there and look for other players to, to up the roster because he's eating up a large amount of their cap space, knowing that Baltimore could potentially match the offer. So if I if 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 it was if he was a free agent, so to speak, not having any non-exclusive tag on him, I will bet you any amount of money Lamar Jackson will get signed by somebody. But because he's eating up that cap space, it it won't allow you to pursue free agents, sign your own guys back, all of those sort of stuff. So it's not as simple as this we don't like Lamar because it doesn't make any sense. There's no way you could tell me you don't like Lamar. Hmm. There's just no way. It's just there's, there's zero way that Carolina can say, I don't like Lamar or the Raiders or the Commanders. But that's what it boils down to. There's a lot into it that people don't really know or they're not talking about. They just see the teams are like, not right now, or somebody who represents the team is saying not right now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN2. Charles in Florida at 888-729-3776. He's got something to say about Lamar Jackson's whole situation. Chuck, what you got, my man? Yeah, like Key was saying about the narrative, they put this man in this bubble as far as the things he can do and he's limited to do. When Baltimore Ravens always was a run-heavy team, with a great defense, even with Trent Diffler was throwing the ball, what, like 12 times a game, <laughs> and they just handed the balls off. And even they had Jamal, um, Jamal Lewis. Man uh, ran almost 21, over 2,100 yards, almost broke Eric Dixon's record. They always ran the ball. This was their team. They never was passing. Even with Flacco. Flacco got hot in the playoffs. He was only having to carry the, carry the um, ball, like what? 30 yards for, for a score because the defense wasn't giving up no points or no yards. So it's, it's just crazy. And everybody say, oh, they built the team around him, built the team around him. Do the history on Baltimore, man. This was the, this was them, period. Ray Lewis, shout-out defense, and just, hey, man, hand the ball off. So it's just crazy how they're just doing this kid. It's crazy. But yeah. somebody's going to find him because if you want to win, that's what you're going to do. We want to win. Um, Cleveland got tired of losing. The teams that are really crying, who have the who who winning all the championships, yeah, they mad because now oh we got to pay our players more, we got to play our players more, and somebody's gonna pay them because they're tired of losing, and that's point blank. Period. Yeah, Charles, Charles is right about it being a staple of Baltimore. Remember, Freddie, when I was being traded, the first team that when I was leaving the Jets, the Baltimore Ravens tried to acquire tried to me acquire for, the fourth, for the fourth pick of the draft. Right. And I told Coach Parcells, I said, man, I retire before I go to Baltimore. <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing it because. I knew what that was. They get ready. You're not getting ready to have me stock blocking all game long. You know, even though I went to Dungy Bar in Tampa, I knew that when the ball was in the air, they was going to make sure I got it. See, this all comes back to me, Key, on, like, I'm sure your agent was handling a lot of that stuff discreetly behind yeah. closed doors, like in, in the background, right? And oh, I, absolutely. I, I think that's one of the things here is, like, also, like, at the NFL Combine, like, I think that was the major opportunity that if Lamar had had representation, mm-hmm. discreetly would have been having conversations with other teams to gauge their interest. Now, I don't know if they have had those conversations, but at a very high level, Key, and that's where having somebody who is familiar and experienced with how this game is played oh, that has high connectivity can surpass a lot of the middle people and connect to well, the higher well, people to well, see the if high, there's real interest. The, the high connectivity, as you 
astutely said. <laughs> like, the, you know, it, like the Teppers and No, the I understand that, but that, but that spot on, by the way. is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, if, you, if I got a Lamar Jackson, I can negotiate that. That's easy. I can go call any owner, general man. I got Lamar. The problem with that is Lamar doesn't have the reach yeah. to those. He doesn't know those other 20. Yep. Yep. I call it 15 owners because I'm going to say 15 teams. I ain't going to say all 32 because some people don't need it. He doesn't know all the 15 or so general managers, and that's what agents do. They, they, just, they just do. They pick up the phone, and they're manipulating. They're, they can get a guy forced out and cut because they've now convinced that team, you should sign my guy and get rid of that guy, and here's how we can do it. And then the team goes, yeah, we could – we could use a J. Will. Hmm. Yeah. What's it going to cost us? And if, and, and if you're willing to pay that cost and have somebody have those kind of conversations, you'd be amazed how much that can facilitate what you're going to get and Absolutely. how much you can negotiate mm-hmm. on behalf of you having somebody do that. Great it's stuff. Easy, it's easy to negotiate with one team. I did it myself. Right. I negotiated with one team in the Carolina Panthers. I didn't need my agent to talk to the Carolina right. Panthers. But if you're trying to gauge the landscape, you need somebody that can know what the landscape is. Because 100%. that's involving more than one team, especially in the case when it comes to Lamar Jackson. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. You got Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie Cohen today. Thanks Marty for joining Hine. us. Coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. So how close are the New York Jets to getting their guy quarterback, and will they regret it? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Yaman, here on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. So Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jet, 
Where will Lamar Jackson eventually wind up? So many things to talk about when it comes to the NFL. Nobody does it better than our man Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL reporter, also ESPN NFL insider. Always a great follow on Twitter at ESPN. And, Jeremy, we All have right, Jeremy, you got that freestyle ready? Yeah, so of course he got the freestyle ready. He's Jeremy <laughs> I Fowler. told him next time he come back on, he got the freestyle ready. Well, I mean, there's no music. Yet. Oh, there you go, right. Jeremy. Put him in his place. There you music? go. There you, know, you go. Yeah, there's some music now. Yates be on the ones and twos. Okay, go ahead. Now. I ain't gonna put you in that <laughs> yeah, spot. We're not gonna do that. Speak. Uh, yeah, ah, we, see, wow. see what happens, Jeremy. <laughs> I wish I wish people could see Alan's face right now. He had the whole like big eye look like. Mm, oh. mm, <laughs> we're not gonna have you. He loves his Jeremy. Beat. He always he always plays the same beat. It's like really slow. <laughs> get him, Jeremy. Get him. Thoughts. I know he's a pusher guy. I know your person. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, you have me up in the booth. This beat <laughs> no. is so slow, <laughs> but I got to spit the truth. <laughs> oh, okay. I got Jay Will cross you over. Pulled up today in the Range Rover. <laughs> that's all you get. That's all you get. That's all I got. That's, that's, that's all, all we need, need baby. That's all, that's we, all need. we need. Which is all true, Jeremy. <laughs> exactly. Jeremy, all I appreciate you. You're a good sport, baby. He not only freestyle, he true style. As far oh, as that goes, he it. brought receipts as far as that is. It's not true with the Range Rover. Hey, Jeremy, so what? <laughs> not true what, with the Range Rover. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, so what are we doing, man? Are we are we going to New York? We stand in Green Bay? We going to retire and go uh-huh. on the mountains? Like, what are we doing? What is Aaron Rodgers doing? I mean, all indications that he's going to New York. I've tried to find another team involved in this trade. I can't find one. It's just the Jets or bust right now. So it feels like Jets or retirement right now. Hmm. Um, you know, the Green Bay relationship uh, seems to have run its course right now, unless there's there's a 180 pulled here. So the Jets are trying to pull this off. There's momentum here. Um, feels like it could happen at any time, man. I mean, it's uh, it's fluid because of the complications of the money involved and, and and really, Rodgers having to sign off on everything. But it's my understanding that the Jets believe that the interest is mutual. That's how well the meeting went, that, that, that Rodgers has shown interest in playing with New York. So uh, they'll take it from there. But it's the $58 million has to be sort of split up, and that, that's been a roadblock from the beginning. Jeremy, I just want to confirm, and I get the roadblock of the $58 million, but just confirming once again, there are no other teams on the table I as can't, relates for Aaron I, I can't Rogers? find one. I don't uh, – yeah, and wow. unless there's somebody who's just been lurking. But I've, I've called around. Um, every team I've talked to, every person I've talked to, people who are involved in the trade don't don't know of another team. Um, yeah, I don't think it's market. I don't think he has a market. Yeah. I, I think it's – it's it's and I, and, and I understand the, the floating idea, um, as I told Adam Shefty, and the floating idea of the retirement. Look, when have we ever seen a, a, an athlete – and we talk about, right, Jeremy, we keep mentioning the $58 million. What about 2024? We act like that's just going to go away. Right. Who's going to walk from $100 million in their career earnings? Like, they got a chance in two, 24 months to pick up $100 million. They just all of a sudden go say, I don't want to play football anymore. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Jeremy, yes. go ahead. Go ahead, Jeremy. I mean, real, no, that's spot on. One of the things about that, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider, and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, whenever this trade's going to be made, and we had this last hour, Jeremy. Who's going to regret it more? Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be the Jets? Is it going to be the Packers? What say you? Well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have much to regret because of that hundred plus million dollars he's got. You know, like he'll be good regardless. Um, the Packers it seems like have already decided uh, that they have no regrets because this is the script. It's fifteen years with Brett Favre, fifteen or so years, a decade and a half with Aaron Rodgers, success of both. It's time for the new guy. That's the rite of passage in Green Bay. It's the right timing for them. 
for Jordan Love to play. They believe he made a lot of steps. So, um, you know, despite Aaron Rodgers' two MVPs recently, close to 40 years old, I, I don't know that he's going to go the Tom Brady route and play six years. So I don't sense any regret from Green Bay. Really, it's, it's a matter of are the Jets making the right decision for a team that appears on the cusp to go with a, with a quarterback who, look, who's a bit of an enigma. Is he going to fit in in New York? We all know he can play, and the confidence is there, so it should be fine on the field. Um, but is it going to blend together? I, I don't know the Jets know that yet. They're, they're taking a chance. So the regret could be on them for a franchise that uh, has been desperate enough to win that they're willing to make this kind of move, but that comes to some risk. Jeremy, I, I want to talk about legacy for a second, and I know that's always um, a, a challenging theme when it comes to Aaron Rodgers because of how people have felt about him personally. But when Brett Favre was in Green Bay – even though things didn't work out and he left ultimately to the Jets, he still felt like Green Bay. He was one of the yeah. Green Bay people, yeah. right? It was like blue, one of those people. Uh, Aaron always has felt more like a, a Coast guy more so than a Green Bay guy. Okay. Has there been any talk? Have you heard anything about legacy from his team or his perspective or just maybe your own perspective about following the same path as Brett Favre, which we've known for most of his career, we tried to make those two separate? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, Rodgers is, you know, he's he's just a different cat. Like, even people who know him well will will say that. When you're talking about the trade even, like, well, we don't know how this is all going to end because, you know, he's just a different guy. You can't really speak for him or necessarily assume anything, you know. I mean, Brett Favre wasn't going on darkness retreats. Like, it's just different. (laughs) Um, But that, you know, that doesn't mean that – that it impacts the Green Bay fans any differently. I, Favre is probably a little more beloved. You know, I think that for whatever reason, he was looked at as sort of an everyman there, um, where Rodgers maybe hasn't had the same dynamic. But I think for most of his career, he was really well appreciated there. Uh, it just felt like it was time to move on. But I think when we look back 10, 20 years from now, uh, Rodgers' legacy will be lasting there. I don't, I don't think it will be, you know, off base. I think he'll be appreciative to the fans, and he'll come back there and, um, I get the sense it won't be as sour of a divorce that Brett Favre's was. As you remember, that was mad awkward, right? Like yeah. with the Aaron Rodgers, he was ready to play. I don't, I don't necessarily sense that. I think Rodgers, since he's been through that process before and had to sit behind Brett Favre, he does appreciate what Jordan Love's going to, and there could be a smoother passing of the torch, which will help that legacy, I think, in Green Bay long term. What's the deal with Lamar Jackson, Jeremy? Are, we, are, are they going to pay him eventually or – we're going to play this dog and pony show for a few more weeks, a couple months. Or is he going to miss OTAs? Many, like what? Where are we headed with the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, the yeah. 32 point whatever million dollars that's due to him if he signs that tag this yeah. season? Yeah, Key, it's all of the above. I don't expect him to sign the tag. I don't expect teams to make offers here soon. And I've talked to multiple teams who predict that no team will make an offer. As crazy as it sounds, doesn't mean that – that they uh, that they think that they shouldn't. They right. think that they should. Uh, but there's just there's a lot going on here with I, I know the singular talent is great, right? So you look at that and you say, yes, offers should be made. But there's you, you gotta start a whole new offense, pay the two first round picks, two hundred plus million in guarantees is what it looks like. Um, he's been injured two straight years. Like there's there's a lot going on. Like it's not an easy calculation for some of these teams. Um, plus Free agency, it, it, it behooves no team to make an offer right now where the Ravens would have five days to match and then you're just sitting there waiting in middle March. Like, there's time here. They could do it after the draft even. 
So I think this will linger. Um, all the teams that came out and said they weren't interested or how that leaked out, I wouldn't read too much into that yet because, like, what does it benefit a team to say right now I'm interested in Lamar Jackson? Like, it does, just doesn't do much. You can wait on that and just put your offer in whenever you want. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. But it's it's fascinating to see who even puts in an offer because I, I haven't found a team yet that's ready to do that. Right. Great stuff by Jeremy Fowler. So we're going to change his name to Jeremy Fowler. Jeremy Freestyler does a great job as ESPN senior NFL reporter. Hit him on Twitter at <laughs> JFowlerESPN. <laughs> Always spitting that fire here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Have a great weekend, Jeremy. Thanks so much, my man. Hey, thanks, guys. Hi, right, Jeremy. Appreciate Hi, buddy. you. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits, Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. How was it to be a Jet the first time that that organization traded for a great Green Bay Packers quarterback? We'll get that answer next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Uh, you're always going to get the immature me. Uh, always. This is who I am. But you can be young once, but you can be immature forever. There Here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, oh. presented by Progressive Insurance with Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman of ESPN Radio, the Yama. ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN2 and ESPNU. Yeah, it's time to get the yam on when it comes to Damian Woody, a man who has not one, not two, but three Super Bowl rings on his fingers. Does a great job as an ESPN NFL analyst. And the last time the New York Jets traded for a quarterback from the Green Bay Packers, he was there when they got Brett Favre. Damian, what was that like? Because we could see a repeat of giving Aaron Rodgers. What was that like when all of a sudden you realized the Jets, when you played in that team, they were going to get Brett Favre to join you as a teammate? Yeah, man, Freddie, it, uh, it actually happened in training camp. So we were uh, – we were playing a away game, a preseason game in Cleveland, and then all of a sudden there was all this buzz in the hotel. Like, you know, we made we made a big move. And then all of a sudden, Brett Favre just walks into the meeting room. I'm like, oh, snap, we just traded for Brett Favre, man. So <laughs> it was, like, really crazy. And, um, you know, we basically we basically uh, scrapped the whole offense, and Brett taught us, uh, taught us his version of the offense he came from in Green Bay. And then off we, off we were rolling. How do you think this thing going to work out for Aaron Rodgers if, in fact, this deal goes down and he doesn't retire and he becomes a New York Jet? Well, Key, I think there's a lot of things that work in his favor because, number one, he's not going to have to learn a new offense, right? Nathaniel Hackett, the guy that he was with in Green Bay for 
a number of years. He's the offensive coordinator with the New York Jets, so it's going to be probably going to be the same terminology, same offense, so you don't have to worry about, you know, trying to, you know, acclimate to something like that. And and uh, I, me personally, man, I think it's going to be great. I, I think it's going to be great. I'm just waiting for it to happen because I'm tired. Key, I'm tired right now. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired. He – he lucky he Aaron Rodgers and he he's a he's a Hall of future Hall of Famer because man I the words I would be using right now would be crazy. <laughs> See, Damien, that that that's that's my point about this whole thing. I get the talent on the field, right? And I, I look at last year as a little bit of an anomaly, but it's all the other stuff. How do you think that will resonate for you and New York? Like you know this market better than anyone. Like the day to day, him in front of a mic, how will that go down? You know what? As a player, I wouldn't give a damn as long as we win it mm. because that's all that matters at the end of the day. If Aaron Rodgers is out there slinging that thing, you know, completing, you know, 65 70% of his passes, two and three touchdowns a game, like, I don't care. You can do whatever you – you can go to whatever retreat. You can talk about any type of shrooms, whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> I don't care as long as you're slinging that peel around and the Jets are winning football games. Damian Woody, yeah. ESPN NFL analyst here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Real quick, Damian, to put a bow on this with Aaron Rodgers. Jay put up something about Aaron Rodgers fitting in because he's used to fitting out and getting away with it at the Green Bay Packers. It's going to be the first time in his NFL career where he's the new kid on the block and not used to the culture. How do you think that's going to resonate with him and how he's going to handle that? Well, I think, I think uh, you know, I think this could be a situation where Aaron Rodgers could – you know, could look at this whole thing as scorched earth. Like, okay, my former team didn't want me anymore. Hmm. You know, I know I'm still a dog guy here. Hmm. You know, I just won an MVP, you know, a little, you know, a little over a year ago, whatever it was. So I'm going to go out here and show everybody what time it is. And so I think the real key is, man, is, you know, I've said all along, is Aaron Rodgers going to be all in? When I mean all in, like, are we going to see him in the offseason program? You know, getting those – valuable reps with those young those uh young skill position players because if if that's the case man like this thing could get this could be a beautiful thing come come later on this year during the regular season so a guy that's out there that's a skill position player that's still looking for a job is obj Ah, oh boy obj (laughs) oh boy holding, holding court on friday to uh, many NFL teams in his private workout to, so they can get a glimpse of him mm-hmm. coming off his ACL surgery. Uh, what do you think this will look like for him today in Arizona as teams embark upon Arizona to get a real look at him? Yeah, I think he's going to look good. I do. I think, I think last year him not playing was the best thing for him to give him more time to kind of – you know, um, you know, let that let that knee heal and, and get that thing back to full strength. And you know, OBJ's you know probably been working his tail off for this moment, man. So I think he's gonna look really good. Um, there's gonna be he's gonna have he's gonna have a lot of suitors, man. So I think he's gonna knock it out of the park in this workout. Damian Lamar Jackson, man, mm. just exact. I don't even need to ask you a question. <laughs> mm. I say Lamar Jackson. What comes to your mind? I mean, we're talking about a former unanimous MVP that's 26 years old, that's available. You know, how often does that happen, man, when you got a guy like Lamar Jackson who's, you know, since he's been in the league, has won the fourth most games, 
of anyone. I mean, that just doesn't happen, man. So, you know, like I, I've, you know, I, I've said my piece about it. I, you know, with all those teams that when it when the news first dropped that he was getting a non-exclusive, all these teams, all these quarterback needed teams, just all of a sudden at the same time, yeah, we're not interested. What? Excuse me? Right. Come on, bro. Like y'all, y'all, that this man, y'all talking crazy right now. Who y'all gonna roll with? Sam Howell and 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 and, and some of these unknown quarterbacks over a, a former league MVP? Y'all tripping? Tripping? <laughs> that's Guys what they. Yeah. No, that's what they. That's what they doing. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not. It's a little more complex than just they don't really want to explore it right now. Today, you know, we end in the first week of the month of March. Between now and the end of the draft, there's going to be a lot of movement. There's going to be a lot of everything in terms of Lamar Jackson. Okay, yeah, why, it's going it's to it, – listen, it's, listen, I know everyone said it's, it's still early in the process. I, yeah. I, and, I, yeah. and I understand that. I, I get it. But I guess, you know, key for me, man, it's like how as soon as the news drop about the tag, all of a sudden all these teams that don't need a quarterback just – I mean, that do need a quarterback just say, oh – we're, we're, we're not interested mm-hmm. without even speaking to the man. Yeah. Hey, that's, well, that's, yeah, that's but I haven't heard. Said, I haven't really heard anybody say that. I've heard people say that this is what the organizations have said. Now, March 13th is the official tampering day. He's not a free agent yet. He, be, I mean, he's not a a uh, ability to sign yet. That doesn't happen to the 13th. Now, when the 13th rolls around. In the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th rolls around, and people are saying this then, then I'm like, okay, but before that, you can say anything. You can say everything you want to. You know how that goes. Until they get them, until they start really looking at it, they like, yeah, that may not be the move. I spoke to somebody at one of the organizations the other day as a friend of mine, you know, back and forth. And it was one of the organizations that said they were not interested allegedly, but that individual was like, man. You know, his words that was exchanged, the way we talk. He was like, please. He was like, please, basically. You know? <laughs> and and he was like, if we don't, then I'm I don't want to be here. Well, I I'm just gonna be sitting back and just watching how this whole yeah. thing unfolds. Yeah. Cause like I said, man, it's just it's rare that you see a a, a, a quarterback the caliber of Lamar Jackson being available out here. Yeah, he won't be available for long because how can you tell when somebody's lying? when they're moving their lips, especially in the National Football League. Always appreciate you, Damian, man. Have a great weekend. Thanks, thanks so much. All right. Oh, there, that's a theme, that's that's a theme music. There we See, go. There we I was go. telling him, Wood, I was like, man, y'all playing reggae for him. You got to play some Notorious exactly. B.I.G. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Damian Woody. to see if the hips were still working, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Woody always doing that work here as an ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on Twitter at Damian Woody joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio as well as ESPN2 and ESPNU. So when Aaron Rodgers lands with the New York Jets, how much of that could affect a certain guy named LeBron James? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. It is Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Hey, what? He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Uh, I, uh, you, I, you were doing I, your thing. I, I, I was trying to do, yeah, I was trying to do the running man. My chain came out and everything. I got really, yeah, I got to uh-huh. take the you, chain in. You, you took us back to 1988. Don't want the word. I almost tore a hamstring, man. I should have started stretching. <laughs> hamstring all tightened up on me, man. Damn. All we need was I everybody bet. in the video going down the street, doing the two-step from hey. one side to the other side. If we could have done that in the studio, we'd have been all set. See, we invented Zumba before Zumba was even the thing. You know oh, what easily, I mean? That, yeah. That's, yeah, back then oh, it wasn't was dancing. Weight. It was exercise. No, yeah. I can't tell how many people were, became fat after they stopped dancing in the 80s and 90s. Can you remember when you used to have the, the washcloth in the back pocket? Pat yourself down. Uh, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Oh, no, I didn't, sweat. I didn't sweat like that. I'm not a sweater like that. Yeah. You, you, were you, no. What? But I see, I know people. No, okay. not, no. Nah, because, I mean, then again, remember, I didn't da- I don't, I'm not a dancer. I'm holding up the wall. Like oh, you're a wall leaner. Yeah. Yeah. I respect yeah, that. Because I feel I'm sexy. So I'm really cool, though. Y'all too cool, though. Yeah, cool, sexy. I'm gonna hold up the wall. The beat come on, y'all start licking your lips and it's like bobbing your head. That's what. And I'm at, I'm at the edge of the bathroom. Yeah. I'm not in the hallway. I'm at the, I'm at the edge of the restroom. But he said that you don't know, remind me of. Remember he's trading doing. places when he's in the bar because we're aware of my sexiness because I'm so sexy. He's aware of my sexuality when he's in the bar when he gets all the money as Billy Ray Valentine. So you don't know about that, Jay. You don't know about the best spot in the club. The best By spot the in the bathroom? club. No, the best spot in the club is Where? closest to the restroom at the end of the bar. Okay. See, because you typically the bars go a certain way, right? And right. the bathroom, you have to walk past the bars typically to get to the restroom. So when you hold up the wall at the end, mm-hmm. you see every all the traffic flow. You got to know that, man. Come on. Not now, but back yeah, in the I'd day. Yeah, I say back Jay. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not now. Not now. I know she's listening. I get it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> After you don't he, need to be. You don't need to be questioned like, when you get I, home. After he no, throws no, no, no. What do you mean bar? What, 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 what do you mean bar? Yeah. What club? You're too old to be going to clubs. <laughs> I don't even know what a club looks like, man. When's the last time you've been to a club, Keith? Shoot, it's been a minute for me. I know that. For I see all the spots in New York, man. Now yeah. I'm like, eh. no. I mean, it's There's just different. It's different. It's not a club anymore. It's a different lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's a different. It's, it's, my club, it's, it's, One Oak Clothes. Everybody in New York City knows One Oak. One Oak Clothes. Oh, one Oak Clothes. Yeah. One Oak Clothes. Well, no, that's that's a club, but it's it's different. It's more of a lounge now. 
than clubs. Yeah, things are more loungy. Yeah, yeah, get that get that lounge vaping thing going on. Lounge vaping. Look at you. Yeah, I don't go there. I got a daughter that is. She goes there. She tells me all about those. So y'all talking about country clubs, huh? No, stop that. Easy. You're on that level now. Y'all cool, man. Can't wait to grow up and be like y'all. Easy to Alan Sharpton Yates. Easy when it comes to that. As far as that goes, so Aaron Rodgers at a certain point will be a New York Jet, and he can lounge at those vaping places if he wants to in the greater New York area. But we also about championship windows closing, Key and Jay, and especially you get to a certain age, whether you're Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, at the end more than in the middle. Then you got guys in the middle like Dak Prescott, Joel Embiid, for example. All of a sudden, people start throwing out legacy and also everything else, Jay, because especially you're Aaron Rodgers and LeBron James, people want to see if you can do it at least one more time before everything in your career goes that way. So if you come to New York, I mean, it's the goal is to win a championship, right? So, I look, if Aaron Rodgers can come to this to New York City and win a chip key, I, I, I truly – I think it, it alters the way you look at him. It does because I, I think this is one of the harshest – one of the most difficult environments to win a championship. Like, you, like you won, you know what I feel. I mean, in Tampa Bay, but still, like, the pressures that come along being here in New York City and – the, the bigger point that I want to make about Aaron Rodgers is that it, it puts everybody else in situations where they're going to have to answer about Aaron Rodgers. Like Now, these guys have already been through that to a degree about Zach Wilson and about Mike White, but we've seen the way this team has responded to Mike White when guys are wearing his jerseys Absolutely. and guys are taking a stand about, you know, he's not my guy, he's this guy's my guy. I just wonder how much that escalates. We always talk about Kevin Durant and Aaron Rodgers talking about like, the stuff that comes with them as packages – the drama around them, I just I see that drama being more if Aaron Rodgers is here in New York. There's certain windows that's going to close to certain players, and Aaron Rodgers, Kevin Durant, they both need championships. Okay, they need them in different for different reasons. Kevin Durant needs to try to he doesn't need to, but people want him to try to prove he can win on his own. Aaron Rodgers n- needs to because people want to see him do it a second time because Tom Brady has moved. The goalpost, so to speak. Absolutely. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has moved the goalpost, so to speak. Joe Montana. Now you you can, one isn't good enough when you are considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all times. You got to do more than just win one Super Bowl at the beginning of your career. People want to see you do it multiple times. So when you start to look at those sort of things, guys like Dak Prescott and Joel Embiid, that window can close on them very quickly because. All of a sudden, there's a new coaching staff in Dallas. There's different things that's going on in Dallas. Then you look at Joel Embiid. All of a sudden, James Harden wants to take his 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 skill set to another city again. And now Doc Rivers says, I'm retiring. I don't want to coach. I'm tired of this. Now you get a new coaching staff in there. So you start to look at those sort of things. You look at the Joker, three potential MVPs uh, here coming up soon for him in Denver. Then you got a guy like Kirk Cousins on the flip side that he can't win any big games. All he – is doing is taking money from people. So there's a lot of <laughs> one-on-one, uh, you know, window closings quicker for some of these athletes that's out here in professional sports. I just feel like, he, you know, like, look, obviously everybody's trying to win championships. Like, that's the goal of playing professional sports is to win. But you can't tell me dudes aren't great just because they haven't won one yet. So I, and, and no, Aaron Rodgers, no, you can't, but it's, it's, it's a different greatness. I, I, it's yeah. a different greatness. And I get it. So, like, Aaron Rodgers has won a championship. Yeah, That's does. great to me. Yeah. But what if he says no to the Jets? That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.